just with her. I just got back into running and I never considered myself such a runner. And she was like, you are, you have legs, you're moving them, you're a runner. And I was like, I'm a runner, you know? And it just shifted because before I, I would run outside, run on the treadmill, but it wasn't, it didn't give me that feeling as if I was a runner. And then she's like, you're an athlete. I was like, I am an athlete. Like, it's just the way that she says things. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm powerful. It made me, it was exactly what I needed to hear every bit. Every class was for me. I'm telling you, there was no one else on the leaderboard. It was my class. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 217. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. I, uh, so can I share uh, an embarrassing exercise story with you? Uh, always. So I was, before you got home, I was like, I, I got home before you because you have a longer commute now because of your new job. And so I was, uh, I was like, oh, I'll do a tonal thing. And it had me doing some move I had never done before or maybe done once before. And it was like the chest fly for a white guy yeah. whatever that is you I know, know what you where mean. you you like they're like you're being drawn and quartered and then you <laughs> got to pull everything together like you're clapping <laughs> erasers i don't know you got a name for that whatever <laughs> that is and so the weight is like next to nothing yeah it's it's a pretty small muscle yeah or, yeah and so it had it on like five pounds which i think is like the lightest that weight. is the lightest okay. that you can go and and it was like 20 reps which is a lot That's of reps. That's a lot of reps. Right? And so I'm doing the reps and I'm like, sweet baby Jesus, when it's is not this ending? When is this gonna be over? You know? And I'm like, and I'm trying not to be just a total puss and like turn around and look, right? And so I know what you're going to tell me. So after about a, a what I, I'm just guesstimating is about a hundred and fifty of them. Oh no. I realized that like the battery and the handle was dying and it never picked up that I turned on the weight. <laughs> Since the weight was so low, I couldn't tell. And so it didn't count any of the things I had done. <laughs> <laughs> but now I still got to do them or it'll be like, you only did 80% of your movements on this workout. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. The completest in you must finish. Yeah, must. So, oh, like, that's God, pretty funny. So anyway, that's that's how I spent my... Did you change the batteries, though? I don't even know how to change the batteries in that thing. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna change the battery but my my arms were just noodles from all right. the five pound reps <laughs> i just couldn't do it i could barely i could barely turn on the, the computer just now like it's you managed though i managed i yeah. did it with my nose yeah i i i was yeah yeah that's how i did it well like one of shoot. those birds with little desk birds with water where you're like <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, what do you have in store for people this week? Uh, well, we got to talk about this new video game that Peloton's putting out. Pelotendo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they called it. The Pelo Station. <laughs> and um, and of course we got to television. Talk, we have to talk about the stock market and what's going on with it. And uh, there's some newish updates on the whole tread fiasco and being recalled that I you know we're gonna hit on. Sure. Um, and then uh, there is also a um. 
lots of interesting stuff about the instructors. We have a visit from Jen Mann, Dr. Mann. Yes, heard of her. Uh, Well, she is going to tell us like when your schedule changes and everything's chaos, how to get back on track. Okay, awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. It doesn't cost nothing. No, it's free. It don't cost nothing. You (laughs) might as well, while you're there... Give us a follow and you could also uh, leave us a review. Yeah, this follow thing is more important than I realized. I need to tell people this because uh, I am a recent convert to Apple. Right. And um, and I I, you haven't really messed with the Apple podcast podcast because I I wasn't really commuting. You were working from home and when you were driving into work, it was like a seven minute drive for you. Yeah. And that has changed dramatically. So now she's pounding through podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you've got to hit that little plus button. And it will make your life so much easier. So just hit the plus button in yeah. the upper right hand corner. Okay, I'm done. Okay. And while it, everybody that already has an iPhone is like, no shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you could also, uh, if you would be so kind, leave a review. And we have a new one. Oh, yay. This is from Ragweed77. Okay. And it says. I feel like they have allergies. I guess. And it says two claps and a Ric Flair. What is a Ric Flair? He's a wrestler. But I mean. I don't get it. I, I'm not a wrestler guy. I'll have to give this to Joe from Real Spoilers. Okay, okay, okay. And he can translate that back okay. into people for it us. It sounds good, though. It is good, yes. Okay. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, I skipped the bad ones. I did notice and that. there's not tons, but they're there and I blow by them. Well, they're usually so, mean anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> says, uh, I recently joined the Peloton app community and while waiting for my bike to arrive and found this podcast. I started listening from episode one, but took a pause to listen to the most recent show, it gives you an idea when he wrote this, where Tom's secret was revealed. (laughs) Even though I haven't been around long, I can appreciate how big this is. So Tom, Crystal, and anyone else who is either thinking about starting a fitness journey or is currently on one, let me get two claps and a Ric Flair, and then there's a Ric Flair woo, which I will not do. (laughs) Okay, okay. Like, I'll tell you how I forgot to turn the weights on during a workout, but uh, that's as far as you'll that's, go. That's as far as I'll go. Well, thank so. you very yes. much for the kind review. That was really nice. Yes. And uh, you should check out Real Spoilers because one of our co-hosts loves wrestling and has to sneak in a reference to it at least once an episode. It's kind of like how you sneak in pop culture even when we talk about nothing related to pop culture. Well, that's not sneaking it in. Mm-hmm. That's just and pop culture encompasses everything. <laughs> Music, movies, TV. He's. Babe, Just wrestling. Babe, even when it doesn't, you do. <laughs> My Blazing Saddles anecdote was fascinating. Thank you very much. I'm just so, pointing it out. That's all. Anyway. Okay. Back sorry. to the shameless plugs. Okay. Sorry. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page. Join the group and of course uh, find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the clip out where you can watch all of these episodes and see our faces and things like that if our faces interest you. And you can also get all the links and everything sent to you weekly in a newsletter uh, via email if you sign up for that at our website, theclipout.com. So there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Run, lift and live with John Mills. So joining us again via the magic of ZoomTube is John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? Doing great. It's all good. Yeah. All good. Yes. So uh, I guess we'll just uh, jump right in. Yeah, let's so, do it. So 
multiple stories this week have come out about Peloton looking to gamify your device. Yeah, which we've talked about that being a plan for a long mm-hmm. time, right? Absolutely. I mean, we knew this was yeah. coming, but but I don't think I don't think this is at all what I envisioned. I mean, I don't I don't want to speak for you, so when I say I don't think, I mean, I don't think you did either, John, but no, this is not no. what I envisioned. <laughs> no, I thought it was going to be something that kind of referenced or replicated or s- somehow showed something that was more around sport or Yeah. yeah. Uh social or I don't know. I just expected something completely different. Well, that said, I, in reading some of these articles, I found out there, there may be a social aspect to this. But um, yeah, I just I didn't expect this. No, I, I didn't either. Although I'm kind of digging it. I like the idea. Okay, so I guess we should explain what it is. Sure. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't been haven't read these articles yet, Peloton is going to launch an in-app video game. So from my understanding, this is only going to be available, at least to start, on your uh, bike or bike plus screen. That's it. And then you control, you pedal to control this rolling wheel wheel that looks like you're um, you're on a screen that looks like something that belongs to Tron. Um, it kind of looks like a cross between Tron and Rock Band. Because okay, how yeah, Rock yeah, Band yeah. had the, yeah. the, the things coming at yeah. you like yeah. on the fret of a guitar. And like this yeah. kind of looks like like that to me. Yeah. And then like the faster you go, the faster that the wheel goes. Right. And also, it's like set to music, and I can only hope it's awesome, exciting music. <laughs> um, and then I think uh, it's all classical. Oh, and okay. just a just a just a touch of skiffle. <laughs> what, what is skiffle? It's what the Beatles liked before they discovered rock and roll. Oh, okay, okay. So then, what am I missing, John? What other details? You spin the wheel to to jump between lanes. You spin the uh, resistance knob. Okay. So like if you turn it to the right and you make it harder, you might, you know, in the image there, it's like showing three lanes. Yeah. You can jump to different lanes with the resistance knob. And so a higher resistance, I'm assuming you can get higher score. Sure. Right. Um, But yeah, so that was another element of it. Ah. Kind of interesting. Turn the wheel like Tetris or something. Take yeah. me back to the yeah. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and the name of it is Lane Break, in case anyone has not heard that as well. Yep. I was kind of surprised about this because it kind of came out of nowhere. And what I mean by it came out of nowhere, I feel like Peloton leaked to this to the media because I didn't hear any like any of the DL stuff and nothing came to me on the down low. Well, that's the interesting part about this to me as well. I was reading one of the articles on it and they talk about how they had been testing testing this out with users in these blocks for a little while. Yeah. So like there are community members that have been playing this. And they already somewhere. know it. But I, I, I right. obviously they have to sign an NDA. So when, when yeah, people. Yeah, but that's never shut anybody up before. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes it's it's about who gets it because some people right. really follow the NDAs. You know, they. they right. But then there are people in the community that, that do not take that seriously at all. Yeah. And Peloton right. cracks down on that. Like if you if you they find out you shared their secrets, they're not they don't choose you again. So right. like you only right. get one bite at that apple. Um, right. But I did think it was interesting. And I, I think that I read that it was uh, it was it's been over the past six months that they've been testing this with different people. Well, I thought I read it was only like a thousand people, which doesn't seem in the grand scheme of things like a ton of people. It does not. So they probably could handpick them. Uh, just the the casual reading I've done of comments, which hasn't been much, has mostly been in in, in your page, actually, John. People seem kind of to not 
dig it, which tells me yeah. that I think in this case, it's a great idea. I agree. <laughs> I like I, I absolutely agree with you. I think the, I thought the same thing. Yeah, I think like the people that are like, oh, I don't like this at all. Good, good. Go like something else. They got lots of other shit that you like. Go like that for a while. They got this other thing for people that don't like that stuff, right? It's like, I mean, it's almost. Well, you know, kind of like the baseline really is like, I want to work out. I want longer rides. Yeah. Uh, yes. Nailed it. I don't it. need all that Nailed jazzy it. stuff. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like, that's like, you know, that's like kind of the, the, the baseline. And then things happen and then everybody's kind of into the different things that happen. So I kind of thought the same thing. This didn't align to kind of that base. And so, which probably means there's going to be a whole bunch of people using this once it drops. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's the thing. You know, we have, we have the purists that have been around Peloton for the long, Mm -hmm. the long haul. And especially those that come from a road rider background, you know, they like things to stay the way they've always been. They like those long training rides. They like, they like things to, to look the same. They like the same type of content and they don't, they don't like this. This feels gimmicky to them. This feels, this feels gimmicky, but I think I call it fresh and new. I call it, Oh, a fun way to use the bike that I haven't been using it before. There's not as many live rides. So this is something that can like totally take the place of that. And you can go ahead. I'm assuming you can go head to head with people at some point. That's the element of it that when I read the first article, I thought, well, wait a minute, we're going to release this thing. and kind of like a single player thing. And like, it's not a what, but you read, as you read other articles, it sounds like, no, there's, it's broader. Like you can challenge people. So yeah, that made it sound much more interesting to me. And then they talked about how they're still working on this. So it's like, we put this out, but we're intending to continually improve upon, you know, this particular gamified product. So I think it, it sounds to me like it could evolve and continue to get better and it, people will continually want the, the updates. For it could it, absolutely you know? evolve and it, it opens up a whole new realm of cross promotion. Right. So like, oh, so think about this. Like right now, it's all about artist series. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, well, yep. how about this? Instead of a wheel, it's a boat and it's the rock talking about Jungle Cruise. <gasps> I am available to hire Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I hear you. But you know, I mean, you could you could change those skins. You could come up with all sorts of different things. It does, like you know, this. I think in five years will look like pong to us. Well, you know, know, it will be. It will feel so antiquated and amateurish. And I, it is not they talked amateurish. But I think what we will see them do with this in five years, we will look back on this and it will be practically comical. Well, you, you know, the other yeah. big thing is that, you know, we know that the comments have been made right by like a Facebook guy, whatever his name is, Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he says that he, he commented about how Peloton is working on gaming stuff and that it might go down VR, a VR rabbit hole. Well, wouldn't it be interesting, um, you know, five years from now mm-hmm. if uh, we're having this conversation. But now you're you have a headset on while you're doing this game. That could be a whole two thing coming down the, the line, too. I mean, I think that would be really cool. And, you know, that would bring in a whole nother generation of kids to do something more fun and active as well. So I right. can see that happening. And, and and along with that, like I got the impression in reading these articles that it's this is just the, the first game. Right. Yes. I got the impression that there may be others. Yes. Right. And they, they mentioned an, evo- that- an evolution of this and more. 
and that once the tread gets back, you know, like back online, that there will be um, there will be tread this games as well. This is coming for the tread as well. So that's pretty exciting. Right. I can't wait right. to run. We're going to ch- I'm going to challenge you, but only on the bike plus. I'm going to see head to head, John, <laughs> how much faster you can right. go. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, I think this is this I is love it. great. I think that this brings it, it absolutely brings in people that they didn't have before. It and, sure does. And engages people in a different way. And I think like, you know, we talk a lot about how or not a lot, but we've mentioned in the past about how like there's a huge Reddit community. Yeah. That have Pelotons that they don't get right. Facebook. They don't get why people are excited about Peloton for the reasons they are. Yep. And I feel like this is the sort of thing that that is more apt to engage a Reddit user than a Spice Girls artist series. Really? That's yeah. interesting. I, I think they're more the road rider set to me. But yeah. it's, I'm curious, the Reddit users, if any of you out there listen to the podcast, I'm, I'm curious. Weigh in. Is, yeah. is this more interesting to you or less interesting to you? Okay, I, I want to know. Yeah. Especially if you consider what it could evolve into. Yeah. And, and how right. much more intricate and, I don't product tie-ins and, you know. Yeah. You know, maybe you're racing Mario or something. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that could, that would talk about a licensing nightmare. Now we have a whole nother. <laughs> that is also true. Oh. But that raises a lot of questions for me. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the main question has always been, Uh-oh. his name is Mario, but then the game is called Mario Brothers. So is his name Mario Mario? And is that, <laughs> why, like, why would that be? Like, I... <laughs> That's the real question it's of the, the day. It's the real question here. Oh, well, I don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I would appreciate it if you would work on that. Okay. So, oh, okay. And, and get back to me. That's your, well, check that that's your yeah, assignment yeah. for the week. So um, <laughs> moving along, uh, we, we also saw uh, an interesting article from uh, CNBC about the real winner between Gems and, and Peloton could be Strava. Yeah, I saw, you, said. I saw you post about this, John, and I I got to say, I don't I'm with you. How? How is it? How are they the winner here? They have. Are we only talking users? Or are we talking actual money? Because if we're talking users, OK, but if you're talking money, then n- what? What? Right. There's so many people that that don't pay to use Strava. <laughs> right. You know, I love these type of things. I post these things and I have no answer to the question. I just have the question. But that's... It's <laughs> conversation this starter is, yeah. what, is what you call yeah. that. Yeah. So I posted this because I was like, okay, the, the NBC is saying Strava is the winner out of this whole pandemic thing. Because they blew up during 2020 when the pandemic started. Then as pe- things started opening up, they're still blowing up because you're going to want to you know, monitor your metrics and what you're working out. I, got, doing, I have a secret activity, for you. No matter what. I don't know that CNBC knows this. Yeah. But schools started I, making all the kids use Strava the same to track their gym classes. This is not oh, because yeah. it's for real. Yeah. Like both of my kids right. have Strava accounts and now and I, neither of them do a goddamn and, thing. And I promise you, <laughs> as soon as that gym class was over, you have two abandoned Strava accounts. I promise. I well, promise. Well, aligns really well to like the question I was posing. Mm-hmm. Because so the, the CNBC is saying they got 86 million, yep. uh, what are they called? Users. <laughs> And they were saying in during 2020, they were gaining three million users a month. Yeah. Yeah. And now that the, you know, everything's scores. opening up, they're still gaining two million users a month. <laughs> and then they go. But, you know, 95 percent of those people 
they don't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Only only 5% of their 86 million users actually pay the $5 subscription. Yeah. So and then I was like, how are they the winner? What is this <laughs> telling me? I don't know what this is telling me. <laughs> and then it says, and then it says, and um, they've been operating at a loss and they still operate at a loss. Well, how do you gain right. all those people and you're still operating at a loss? Like, what do you need? Right. <laughs> so the people that were responding were going, wait a minute, John, wait a minute. That's 86 million people. They could get advertising. They could, yeah. you know, they could come up with some business plan and do something with the fact that they have all of these folks. But the thing and is, that's the, the piece. And I'm okay. But, but it, it, but it isn't. I mean, Strava might be getting advertising money, but like when you when you look at your Strava, it just it just all sinks automatically. You don't need to look at it to get any information from it. It's not like. You don't have to go through advertisements to get information, at least the way it is now. Yeah. So they're not capitalizing on that if that's if that's really what they want. Now, granted, 86 million people is a lot of people. I just think there's a whole lot of accounts that nobody's using. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think. That's that's my. And so I just thought it didn't really it didn't really equate Uh, not only on that on that front, but also in they're comparing it to like gyms versus connected fitness versus Strava. And then I'm going. Like, and I, and like, I also I don't, don't understand that. that. I don't understand because because I am a Strava user and I am a Peloton user and I use right. I use Strava to direct all of my activities. So if I do an outdoor run or I do an outdoor bike ride, right. then I have one place to keep it. I, that doesn't mean I use it over Peloton, you, you know, so right. like I don't even understand how yes. you, you do that. I, I, right. <laughs> Yeah, what so is happening, I didn't get CNBC? It I got some interesting answers, though, when I posted it. But yeah, I didn't. I still, well, are they saying that? that? I, see, I read the headline and I didn't really okay. read the article, but I read the headline is like everybody's talking about Peloton versus the gyms. But the winner Strava right. because people are because no matter what, people seem to be using Strava to track their stuff. So it's almost like in the gold rush, the person that made the real money was the guy selling the pickaxes, right? Uh, because most yes. people would go in the hills and never find gold, but all of them sons of bitches bought a pickaxe. But, but to John's pickaxe, point, right. you can you, you can you can track everything for free. So. Like, yeah. most people are still using the free level. So unless they find a way to leverage that, right. then I, I I still, I'm still back to, yeah, but you have to buy that pickaxe. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, in, in this scenario, they're like giving away the pickaxe. So totally. now, yeah. now the question is like, like, oh, you got this customer, I guess. Like, what are you doing with that number? Well, right. they captured that miner's data. <laughs> They can now send that miner an email. Wait, you can't send miners an email? They just sold that miner's data. Yeah. Like a hundred people. I don't know. That could be a thing. The joke's on them because they're already data miners. Oh, Oh, goodness. I'm glad you're in such a good mood today. He's in a a good mood, John. He's feeling goofy. Well, and then then, uh, lastly, uh, I don't know who said this. But <laughs> I don't, investor it's what, place, it's investor place. OK, <laughs> says uh, you should buy Peloton stock because returning to the gym will be short lived. It happens to be what I believe. So I included it. <laughs> and it kind of aligns, I guess, with what Peloton has said and, and what we see happening with people like Beachbody and right. yeah. um, iFit. Kind of like they're like buying into this idea that. This is a paradigm shift. This is kind of like, you know, when um, 
uh, when streaming started happening and people kind of went away from DVDs, like that whole concept, this is kind of aligning to that. So they're just saying, okay, we saw the drop when things started opening back up, but we also saw that drop in brick and mortar retail tailors. I'm sorry. We saw that increase as soon as things started opening back up. Yeah. But that didn't necessarily mean that online retail was going to go away. That just meant people wanted to get out of the house. And then it leveled off. And now people are back to buying things online. And they're saying this is the same thing that's happening here. It's just, OK, people went back to the gym. Some There was a slowdown a little bit from a connected fitness perspective. But now it's going to go right back to at home working out because that's the future. That's kind of the paradigm they're trying to like. I I Sell. feel like I feel like it's akin to uh books versus Kindle in that you don't see as many bookstores but you still see bookstores and there are some people right. that are like absolutely not I want to read a, I want to hold a book in my hand I want to turn a page I want to feel the paper right. I want the smell of the book and then there's other people that right. are just like I can read it on my phone awesome <laughs> and and right. uh yes and so I I think that it, you know you're you're going to see both. You're just going to see a lot less of the gyms. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Right. Or fewer. And, and they're they're aligning notes. to that. I mean, this this article is aligning to that. But, you know, there's a when I post stuff like this with a lot of folks that come back with, well, the, the gyms, this is it. You know, the gyms are opening up and and the connected fitness folks are going to take a hit from that. And it just like I don't really buy into that either. I truly believe that, like, this is kind of a different thing now. With connected, fitness. you know, yeah. you know what I've noticed is there's a lot of people in general from I would call the original, like the first wave Peloton buyers who I feel yeah. like they've been a Peloton user for so long and Peloton looks so different now than what it did when they first started that they saw a vision when they bought it and it was whatever their mind saw is not what it's turning out to be. So now they kind of feel like nobody's going to like it. And I think the opposite is actually happening because Peloton keeps finding ways to appeal to more and more and more people. And so I get that it doesn't appeal to them in the same way, but it's appealing to more and more people in general. And I think people are having trouble wrapping their heads around that. I get the folks with those types of comics as well. I hear you like where they're like, they're like, yeah, those, uh, those purists from the beginning mm-hmm. that did, they saw that how it was in the early days. And yeah, now they're yeah kind of put off a little bit. I see those folks as well. And they're kind of negative on it, no matter what you do or what happens, because it's kind of evolving and changing. And like you said, it looks a little different. I get some of those comments as well. In the end, I agree with what the article is ultimately saying. I think that I think connected fitness is here. It's kind of it. And as John Foley has said, I think it really has um, shown a different kind of uh, way of doing this. And at home is better and it is more convenient. And if you can stay at home, you're probably going to get a whole bunch of people just do that. Yes. I would love to see numbers on how many people consider themselves exercisers now versus four years ago. That's interesting. Like in general or Peloton users? In, no, in general, because I, I think what you would find is that there's more people that exercise now than before Peloton I agree. started. That, oh, yeah. I that bet. like, yes, they've th- there's obviously a bunch of people that were already exercising that is like, oh, that is a conven- convenient tool for me and I will utilize it. But I think they've reached a point where they're creating 
exercisers that wouldn't have been exercising otherwise. I definitely agree with that. And I think a significant number. Well, you know, Jasmine's exercising and I would have never figured that was going to happen. And she's running now. She's like running. (laughs) And she's lost 100 freaking pounds. She's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And but but like for real, that to me is shocking. (laughs) It is. She lost a whole person. (laughs) She she had a person. She's always been, um, you know, she's well, she's never really ever been active like that and to see her now like she's just constantly the other day she's like you know i'm like really sore you know and i got this thing i'm sore in my hip you know i don't know should i take a day and i was like yeah you should stop for a couple yeah. days you should stop for a couple days and the next day she's like i don't know it's feeling a little better i think i'm gonna get on this thing you think i should do it like you could tell like the itch was there like she did not want to stop exercising <laughs> like this that's a Peloton thing. I it don't, is. You know, it is. That is the Peloton effect right there. Like that is yeah. that is a true statement. And Absolutely. It's it's a real mm. thing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, John. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook in my Run, Lift and Live page or group. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift and Live or at runliftandlive.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot 
co. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. She's also got a long running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show, and she's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. She also loves her some Peloton. It's Dr. Big Jen. Time. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a little obsessed with my Peloton. It's the best kind of obsession, if you ask me. It is. It is. Well, uh, we have some, we have a great question that I think everybody, every parent especially can identify with. This is from Katie WB. She's looking for tips for keeping up the workout routine with changing schedules. She's had a lot of changes in her house in the past month. She's got a new job for her spouse, new daycare for her kid, new work schedule for her. And she has yet to find her groove with a new workout schedule. She's been averaging maybe two rides a week, but that's way down from her previous norm. And she'd like to get get back to a place where she's exercising more frequently. And I'm about to start a new job. So consider this question for me too. I think a lot of people relate to this because there are kids who are going to summer school, going to camp, who are ending camp, ending summer school, preparing to start in the fall, in the fall year. Like there's a lot of change going on. Some people working from home now, not vice versa, all of that. So um, I think that this is a great question. And what I recommend that she do is sit down and visually plan out her week, like really look at the reality, not what we hope it will be, but the actual reality. Because sometimes what we do is we say, oh, I'm dropping her off at daycare. I'll allow myself 15 minutes to get there and back, which we know isn't (laughs) going to happen. We know the reality is it's 20 minutes there. You end up talking with another mom for 20 minutes and 20 minutes back. And then you get back and you're like, oh, crap. Now I have no time to work out. So she forgot her backpack. Want- and now you got to run that <laughs> over there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's a whole other story. But, um, but I think that what she wants to do is really time block her schedule. Really look at what is blocked out, transportation, childcare work, spouse, all that time, and also include time for your spouse, time to prepare a meal or order a meal, like try to be as realistic as possible, what your goal bedtime is, how long it takes you to wash up, like really put it in there. Because again, what we tend to do is live in a fantasy land where we're like, oh, you know what, it will take me 10 minutes to wash up. Well, I don't know about you, But first of all, to keep my skin looking good, it is a long night (laughs) of washing up. And I find at the end of the day, I'm moving slower. And if I think I'm going to do it in five minutes, like that's a joke and that's not going to (laughs) happen. So, you know, it's more like a 30 minute regimen, like because I'm moving so slow and there's so much to do. (laughs) Thank you for the honesty. Nobody ever owns that. Thank you. (laughs) No, no, like it is a lengthy process involving many products, involving a lot of masks and LED lights. Like it's it's hardcore. It's totally hardcore. Um, But so... I think she really needs to look at it. And then she needs to realistically say, okay, 
what are my exercise time blocks and where can I fit them in? Also accounting for, depending on her job, if she needs to shower and put makeup on in time to get back to work, or if she has a job where she's not doing a lot of Zoom calls, or it's a more casual atmosphere where she can be in her exercise clothes. And then look at really like, what are the most important workouts for you? Like you want to get the best bang for your buck. It sounds like she likes spinning, but also you want to make sure that you're doing some stretching. If you're just spinning, you don't want to get your muscles so tight that you're then injured and then you can't spin. You know, what else are the workouts that really make her feel good? Like for me, like there's some five minute abs class. Olivia has a couple of five minute abs classes. I'm telling you, I think that they're harder than some of the 20 minute abs classes that if I feel like, I'm in a crunch and quite literally, and I I don't have time to do a lot. I always feel really great about myself when I do one of Olivia's five minute classes. So really evaluate what are the most important workouts to you? What makes you feel the best? And also what are kind of the workouts that you need to avoid injury, like those stretch classes or yoga classes or foam rolling, and then really plan it out. And then the other thing is don't beat yourself up if it's not perfect. Because what you want to do is be able to really objectively evaluate and say, okay, what worked this week and what didn't? What can I do better next week? Because there's a tendency to, especially those of us who are obsessed with our Peloton, we make a plan. And then if it doesn't work, we feel really bad and we're upset and we're like, oh, I didn't meet my goals. And instead, I'd rather you just go, okay, what about this plan was not realistic? Because typically, if you're someone who's really, if if you care enough to listen to this podcast, to write in on the Facebook page, to listen to hear me answer this question, you're someone who really cares about working out. And And you're someone who really values that. So right there, I can tell you, just don't beat yourself up. Like you're someone who is on the right path and you just have to figure out how to find that balance. And I think that any working mom has this struggle and any, I think working dads do too. I do think that, that this is this is a great question and hopefully this will help her find some balance. I love it. That is really good advice. And yeah. okay, I'll be using that. And I just want to give a little a little plug and this is free of charge. This I am oh. in love with the Laurel Studio Planner. It's a digital planner and I have been using it to organize the heck out of my life. And so when you were saying like go through there and really time block things, it has every... Yeah method under the sun for you to do that, like whatever works for you. And so I just want to throw that out there because I'm in love with this planner. Is it digital or paper? It's digital. Interesting. Yeah, okay, and you well, do. I'll have to check it out because I'm a paper planner girl. I I used an Erin Condren for many, many years. I just switched over to a lectern oh. and I'm kind of going a little more bullet journal-y, but I do think that everybody's got to find the right method for them and that can really help you organize your time. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And in case anybody's concerned, um, I don't plan at all. We, we know. Okay. <laughs> I just... I was feeling left out. I just felt like everybody knew that. I was by now. like, I don't do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I married a planner. <laughs> that was my plan. So far, so yeah, good. That's a good plan. Yeah, really I just plan. you guys are kind of dumb for not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All of us women need wives. <laughs> I'm starting to sense a flaw in this theory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you and Dr. Jen are very happy. 
We are. We are. We, we, we're going to have the most organized life and household ever. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I, I personally am, am aiming to uh, marry one of the home edit women. Oh. But, but you know, Crystal is, is a hot catch, too. Oh, they're a little out of my league, I must admit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're if you're going to lose, there's no shame in losing to, to one of them, right? Right, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, where can people find you? You can find me on social media at Dr. Jen Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Also in style magazine. I have a column called Hump Day with Dr. Jen, all about relationships and sex. Awesome. Awesome. Peloton in the news. So uh, ABC News had a story today. Uh, Parents who claim toddler was severely injured by Peloton treadmill call it a death trap. And uh, and it just kind of goes in. So one of the families that is suing Peloton over the treadmill kind of broke their silence. And this is the first this is the first family we've seen go public. I think it is. Um, I was trying to remember. It's yeah. I I know we had a video of the child that the CPSC or whatever they're called, they, yeah. they posted, but we did not see like the parents in right. that video. And the faces were blurred out mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. Yeah. And so to my knowledge, this is the first time. Yeah. And, and just to be clear, this is not the family of the child who passed away. Right. I, I only say that because there's, there's a lot of people talking about this, like they know all the details and, and, and there's so much happening with this particular story that there's a lot of confusion because yeah. of that. So, it's, yes, this is the fam one of the families that sued Peloton. This is not one of the families that Peloton originally like. It's not the family that Pelot that that caused Peloton to come forward and and write the letter that they right. wrote to everyone, cause, saying they were concerned. Their child was injured, but he but he or she, I don't know the gender, did not did not die. Thankfully, yes, thankfully. And, and it also sounds like from the article that they did not own a Peloton. They sent the child to a friend's house for a play date, and they had a Peloton, mm-hmm. and the child was injured there. That is correct. Yeah. Um. And so you know, some people have asked the question, why is it? That the person did not sue the person who was having the play date instead of Peloton. I think that that's a fair question, or at least why isn't that person also a part of it? Because you know, like th- that, it seems like they would they would bear some responsibility. Because I mean, there's an inherent risk with a treadmill, like we've talked about before, right? And but but I also get that that these parents did not elect to take that risk. They sent their child to somebody else's house. Well, just if you sent your if you sent your child to a house and they had a gun and God forbid somebody right. got shot, would you blame the gun maker? Well, or I would think you... legally you're not allowed to. They're protected. Okay, um, but, <laughs> but let's but my, not go down that road. Okay, but would would you be upset with the parents or right. would you be upset with the gun maker? Totally. You know? Yeah. I, I feel like I feel and, like you. And, there's a lot of places you could go with that. There's a lot of blame that could be Absolutely. spread around. And, and something else I noticed in this thing that that like there's inherent risk in life. Yeah. And it, we choose to take those risks at different points in our life. And I and I found it interesting if you're watching the video online, they have two pictures of their children that they utilize it. Presumably they supplied to ABC and one I think is coming up here shortly. He's walking around with his child on his shoulders. 
Which, which not everybody would choose to not, do. Which I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but there are people who who think that like that could be dangerous. You could walk by some by they're out in the woods, low low hanging branch. He could lose his footing. There, you know, like there have been cases of someone tripping and falling, and and their child getting injured or or dying, and and then the very next picture is. That oh. kid, is, they're bowling, and that kid has his hands right where the bowling ball's going to come out. Yeah, like, I saw that. It made me nervous, because, yeah. like, that's where kids smash their hands and, I mean, all I the time. I got my hand smashed there. I mean, I don't, think, I don't think anybody's going to die from no. that. But and, and I'm not saying, like, oh, my God, they're hypocrites, but I'm just saying that, like, it's just kind of an example of we take risks in life sometimes. Now... That being said, they did not buy a Peloton. Right. So this, th- this was they sent their kid to yeah. somebody else's house. And so that that's not, you know, who fully researches treadmills and stuff if you're not going to buy one. So, like, I I also get that aspect of it. So I don't know. There's a lot to unpack there. There is. I, I have no answers, but um, I think that this this lawsuit thing is not going away. And and, you know, I, I want to point out again that Peloton had said the smaller treadmill would be released. Uh, the new redesign would be released mid to the end of July mm-hmm. and that the larger tread plus the original one would um, be coming at some point later on. But we don't have dates yet. Well, um, I don't know if that's been revised. I do know that customer service is answering this question. They're fielding it a lot. And um, Peloton customer service is saying that the CPSC has not signed off on any designs, including the one for the smaller tread. So I don't know if that means I'm just starting to wonder if that means that that's going to be pushed back. Gotcha. We're not going to see it by the end of July. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, we'll yeah. keep everybody updated. Um, and I'm sure we'll hear more whenever the next earnings call. Like if, if it's not out by then, I'm sure we'll hear more. People about are going to ask on that. call. Absolutely. Yeah, so and then uh, on a lighter note, moving along, uh, Peloton announced that they're offering uh, free workout classes uh, to anyone that has United Health as their insurance coverage. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is really cool. So like for an entire year, uh, starting in September, you can get you can get Peloton for free um, now. Couple of things. One, it sounded like it was the online version, not the the full version, like the kind if you have an actual machine at gotcha. home. Gotcha. So if you have a bike or a tread, they're they're not. It's it basically it's app access. Yes. Okay. But they also, I somebody people keep posting that you can get up to four months free if you have full access. I have no idea where they're getting that information. Yeah. I don't know that it's accurate. I just keep seeing it over and over again. Right. And also, uh, I thought it was interesting that um, people keep mentioning what if you already have Peloton and you you're an UHC member. So. That question mark is still kind of open too. like, sure. are you going to be able to still get, you know, like a year's worth of vouchers? So questions that we don't quite know the answers to yet, but I'm sure we will soon. Yeah. Um, again, it starts at the beginning of September. And I think you'll see a lot more of this because from the insurance company standpoint, they'd, they'd rather you stay healthy. It's cheaper for them for you to be healthy. So absolutely. Yeah, I think you'll see more and more of that. So uh, there was a article going around earlier in the week that, uh, People seem to like people are really passionate about yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it's uh, it says this mid-century style cupboard is designed to conceal your Peloton effortlessly. First off, 
I've never met anybody who wanted to conceal their Peloton. Yeah. Who, who is this fictional person of which you speak? Okay, there <laughs> there were, I got a lot of responses to this. And there were like three people that said they'd be down. And, and especially people, it seemed to be people that have like large living spaces. Right. And they also host parties or they, or they have like, Kids in their room Like yeah. in that room And they would like To be able to not Have their kids Touch it like Right it would be, like, Almost a, like a baby gate Yeah like You know a, Yeah totally Um. So there were a few Different kinds of people That could get use out of it Also I think that you could see this with uh, celebrities who have Pelotons. I could see them getting this because they have ginormous yeah. living spaces. See, However, they also have gyms. That, see, that's where I was going. <laughs> is like The problem is, is that the people that have a big enough house to where they would dedicate a piece of furniture that really does nothing except hide the bike, like they probably have a dedicated workout space that's really cool looking. And the people that have it tucked away in their apartment... And wouldn't mind hiding it They also don't want to take up all that space It actually I feel like it takes It has a bigger footprint Well it has a ginormous footprint It has twice the footprint of the bike Because it slides into the cabinet And it has to slide out For you to actually access the bike Now another problem I have with this And and seem to upset people a lot Is that um, if you leave it on the cabinet That slides out right Mm -hmm. The way that it, it looks when it comes out you're up against a wall right. at that point. So how could you do anything with the arm movements? Oh, at all? that's a really good point that you so boot you're, camps you're are not. Yeah, you can't move your hands above your head. You can't do the weights on the bike. I am not convinced that was the intent. Yeah. Like, I think that you might be you're supposed to pull that thing off of the platform. And, and if then regardless, who wants to do that? Every who time? wants to do that? So I don't know which answer is right. It, I just know that nobody would want to pull that off and on. I wonder if it makes more sense to just flip the bike and have it going the other direction. Uh, maybe, but you'd still be close to a wall. You'd still be close. Then your back would be against the wall, like when the revolution came. No, because the no. So the back where the do you see how there's a window next to the bike even Mm -hmm. if you flip the bike around that you're still going to be next to that window there are there are exercises you do on the bike with your arms you could not do yeah that that's that i was thinking more about being able to look at the screen turn the screen around to get off the bike and do Oh, if you have a bike plus right yeah i'm assuming if you're buying this cabinet you probably sprung for the bike plus but there's a lot of people that never bought one because they had the fair. regular one. Yeah, but, uh, and, but you're right. Like you, you you're going to put it. Your inclination is to put it against the wall. If you put it in the middle of a room, then what's the point? What's the point? So. Yeah, I don't know. It really uh, it, people were very, um, very outspoken about it, which, yeah. which would made for great conversation. Totally. So there was an interesting a review from the everymom.com and uh, it was from one of their editors and just kind of her review of the Peloton. And I thought it was interesting in that she claims to have auditioned, auditioned. to be an instructor back in the er, back in 2013. And she was just like, well, this is dumb. Yeah, she was like, yeah. you know, like Jen Sherman immediately was like. I'm in. I I'm get in. it. I'm 100 yeah. percent in. And this lady was like, "No, like, this is the worst idea ever." Yeah. <laughs> and and now she's just like, "Whoops, this bike's amazing." Yeah. Yeah. I I gotta give her a lot of credit for putting that out there. Yeah. Because um, it's not easy to admit you weren't right about things. Totally. You know? And it's also not easy for a lot of people to admit that like I started off not liking something, got additional information, and turns out I do like it. Yeah. Um, not just that it became popular, but that she herself uses it and loves it now she sees the benefit of it a hundred percent so totally it was a great article
Clip out. So if you're looking for a new way to get your cardio, if you, obviously you love your Peloton, but if you're looking for something a little different, you should think about Fight Camp. Yeah, if, if you've ever wanted to learn how to box or kickbox from real fighters, Fight Camp is for you. Also, you can get your kids involved in the fitness journey with you. And uh, It's great if you want to punch something. I mean, who doesn't need to punch something sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. But uh, Fight Camp brings boxing and kickboxing right to your home with full body workouts that you'll actually look forward to and a freestanding punching bag that can take your hardest hits. And it's made for beginners all the way up to experienced boxers. So if you've already loved boxing, don't feel like you can't keep up with it. And if you've never boxed, don't feel like you're going to look stupid because you'll be in your home and nobody will see you. Exactly. And it comes with all the gear that you need to box at home. So a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, quick hand wraps, and their unique punching tracking sensors that challenge you to hit the minimum amount of punches each round and allow you to track your boxing and kickboxing journey so you can see all the progress you're making. And here's the other thing. If you've got kids, it's great for them. It's uh, one of the only home workouts. It's completely safe. There are no heavy weights. There's no spinning wheels. There's no real moving parts. It's just a bag and they punch it. And they can they can start the second it arrives. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Learn from six qualified trainers, all with real fight experience, ranging from a pro MMA fighter and a mother of two to a kickboxing champion. You can pay for your fight camp over 24 months for less than the cost of a boxing gym and get it right away. To get free shipping on Fight Camp, go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip. That's joinfightcamp.com slash clip. Instructors in the news. An interesting article from Insider.com about Cody Rigsby uh, and his uh, previous career as a backup dancer for Katy Perry and Pitbull. Now, did you know this? I did not know this. Because I, I think I did know this. I knew that he was a dancer. I don't remember knowing that he specifically was a backup dancer for Katy Perry and Pitbull, but yeah. I did know that he was a dancer. I was like, wait, was he left shark? <laughs> was he left shark? He was not left shark. I looked it up. Let's not start any rumors. He okay. was not left shark. Okay. He, but he could have been right shark. Could have been. And that's, well, you know what? Left shark's the one that screwed it up. Right shark's the one that did it right. So, so I mean, maybe he was right shark. Maybe he was. Ooh. <laughs> Let us know, Cody. Were you right, Shark? <laughs> this continues the uh, many articles that have been written about Cody lately. Yes. Hat tip to your publicist. Yes. They're on a roll, Cody. <laughs> Jezebel.com talked about uh, Robin Arzan and specifically uh, her master class that she has going on, which is a master class. It's the name of the thing in case people aren't aware. And they bring in other the various big name people to teach how they do the things they do. Steve Martin taught one about comedy. Aaron Sorkin taught one about uh, being coked up and writing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so Robin Arzan has one. Yeah. And, and hers is about mental toughness. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure how I feel about this article. I don't know if you've actually read it. I, 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 I read a good chunk of it. Okay. Well, what was your take? Uh, I thought it was interesting in that like, it was like the whole article kind of reads like she doesn't really like her anymore. And then at the end, she's like, wait, she said one thing and I did a complete 180. Yeah. But you kind of got to get to the end before she she pulls the rug out from under you. Like it kind of sounds the whole time like she's being kind of shitty about her. Yeah. Like she's kind of mad at her, but like in a frenemy way. Yeah. Like she's everything that this woman wants to be. Right. But like she also doesn't want to put forth the effort to yeah. be that because 
because it's not it's not like it's just being in shape. It's being in Robin Arzon shape, which is like right. the top of the freaking game. And I think it's also being, I don't know, Robin Arzon's level of of hustle and achievement in her yeah. career field. Right. Yeah, like absolutely. Like that's a, a part of it as well. And, and and she talks about how Robin kind of reframes jealousy for her yes. and about like, well, if you're jealous of someone. Then, then then that's something that you want so so go go get go it Go try to be like yeah that like not take what they have but but like but emulate the things that are working right, for that like, person yeah like how can you achieve that then so but it, yeah it was it was i don't want to say oddly written but it was like it it, it didn't have the straightforward approach that typically these yeah. kinds of articles do and and <laughs> especially with the way people tend to read on the internet with skimming the first three fourths you'd walk away going like oh robin arzan's awful yeah you know or yeah, this person yes. hates robin arzan and and that's not the case yeah so was, if, if you do read it like if you get our newsletter and if you want to read it get our newsletter because it'll show up there. yeah we'll send you a link It'll be easy but also, if you do read it, like read to the end before you make a decision how you feel about it. Yeah. And then Essence uh, magazine had an article about Ali Love and her uh, her wedding and how she's trying to focus on making a community impact. Yeah. And she uh, having purposeful wedding planning. Yeah. So so she used, um, you know, it's funny. It's I always see it written. And I don't know if you're supposed to say BIPOC or just B-I-P-O-C But it's uh, I'm not sure either And it, I don't want to offend anyone know, By getting it but, wrong But it stands for Black, indigenous, and people of color Thank so, you. And so she's picking vendors That maybe get overlooked And and also she has a charity registry So like instead of You know someone who Presumably is doing okay for themselves right. Saying send me a bunch of stuff You can donate Instead take that money and donate that which I thought was was really cool. Yeah, it's 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 definitely um, a unique twist on it Um, And this was in essence magazine, which I I mentioned because it was like two weeks ago She had the feature covered in the knot and I just thought that was interesting because that was about the wedding planning as well Yeah, and uh, so we were talking about who's gonna cover the actual ceremony. So we'll we'll be finding out soon It will be interesting (laughs) to watch it will In case you missed it so we have our first ever community challenge. Yeah. So I can't tell if this is going to replace Pelothon that they had last mm-hmm. year or if this is in addition to Pelothon. Gotcha. My my theory is it's replacing Pelothon um, because it does. It tracks everything, everything that you do. Okay. So if you're on the app. If you're on the bike, if you're on the tread, it does not matter. It tracks number of hours on the app. And the idea is as many hours of workouts as possible between July 23rd and August 8th. So if you're active on any of your devices, you will have your your time included. So if if you just run yoga meditations in the background for 24 hours a day, you win? Correct. <laughs> um, and there are people that will do that. Sure. And uh, and remember, you're you're against yourself. This isn't something yeah. that you need to do for anybody else. You get badges for meeting certain milestones, though. Okay. So that's that's the real yeah. prize here is the cool badges. So my point being that like if if you're actually doing this to to win something, there yeah. is something you're getting. It's like a completion. Of it right <laughs> <laughs> But don't don't necessarily Try to be don't, other people don't be that Person yeah don't yeah. be that person and then Also the uh, summer two boutique Drop finally happened <laughs> <laughs> Yeah still don't know what happened There but um yes it Dropped yesterday I did buy some things uh, The beyond yoga was really Pretty 
it was very muted colors this time around, which some people were not too fond of. But I love that they have really bold colors sometimes, really muted colors other times, because some people never want to wear bold colors and some people never want to wear muted colors. So it's great that they they keep going back and forth. I also heard a lot of complaints about why is it summer and there are no bike shorts? Why is it? Why are we there, all these leggings and there's no capris? You know, there was a lot of complaints about that. Right. Um, I'm curious to see uh, if they will take those comments and do something with them because they haven't they haven't in the past. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why that is. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know because bike shorts are kind of hot right now. They're everywhere and they're across all different vendors. So I don't know hmm. why Peloton isn't doing that. Interesting. Yeah. I don't like bike shorts. Yeah. They are not flattering on me. <laughs> but um, I know lots of people do and they are everywhere. So it's interesting. Yeah. And then there was an interesting exchange. Yes. And uh, it, I thought it was really interesting because Dr. Jen brought this to your attention. Yes. Uh, who obviously is past guest and on the show yes. every week. And Ellen Hildebrand, who past guest. Yes. Uh, and she's a famous author for those of yeah, you who don't know who that is. Queen of the beach read. She's yes. written like 27 New York Times bestsellers. And uh, and she embraces Queen of the beach read. That's not yes. being yes. derogatory or dismissive of her work. No. And in her most recent book, which is titled Golden Girl, I guess she name drops Jen, Jen Sherman, Sherman, who has also, also been on a the past show. guest. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the way that this this uh, appeared to me was uh, quite Magical and so so just like the Peloton community, yeah. like it's just the way these things show up. But um, going through my stories, and there I see Dr. Jen mentioning she has she has this this video that she's kind of showing where she's opening the Eld- Ellen Hildebrand Golden Girl book, yeah. and then she opens it to the Jen Sherman passage, and she has it highlighted, and then she's like at Ellen Hildebrand one Peloton, you know, she's she's a fan. Right. Um, so first of all, I'm already nerding out because. Dr. Jen, who I'm a huge fan of, right. is reading Ellen Hildebrand, who I'm a fan of. <laughs> and they're all talking about Jen Sherman, who I'm a fan yeah. of. <laughs> and so then it goes on to, uh, so then I keep scrolling. And next thing you know, I see Ellen Hildebrand on her story where she says, nothing gave me more joy than sending a book to the woman who got me through quarantine at Peloton Jen. <laughs> and that is, of course, Jen Sherman. So that just pretty much made all of my Peloton nerd dreams complete. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> now all you need is for them to turn that book into a movie and the main character is played by Andrea Barber. Oh, my God. <laughs> my head would explode. <laughs> there would be clip out crystal shrapnel everywhere. <laughs> Peloton Artist Collaboration. Speaking of things I'm a huge fan of. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie Gibson is your next artist collaboration with Peloton. Oh, my God. This is so cool. So uh, it's going to be Emma Lovewell and uh, Debbie Gibson. Well, they were on live the other day on Instagram, which was just beyond amazingly cool but then in addition to that there's going to be a live dj ride on friday the day that this episode airs and i believe it's at 7 p.m eastern so 6 p.m for me tom that's when i have to be there okay 30 minute live dj class now the other cool thing is there is a peloton exclusive remix of her song debbie gibson's song i believe it's called one step closer okay but the most exciting part about that is that it was remixed 
by none other than DJ John Michael and DJ Scribble. How, How freaking cool is that? And I just heard it's going to be used on the soundtrack to the movie of the Ellen Hildebrand book that Andrew <laughs> Barber is starring in. So... You're a rumor starter. <laughs> but like, seriously, how cool is that? Congrats to the whole team. Uh, DJ John Michael was posting about how hard it was to keep that secret. And I bet it sure was. <laughs> God, how amazing. So cool. So many fun things. I am totally nerding out. This is going to be a very fun artist collaboration for me. This totally makes up for how disappointed I was about the Spice Girls. <laughs> well, people love the Spice Girls. Oh my god, so I know so jam, many people, people so many people were so excited about it. Now I get to be excited is all I'm saying. Totally. And if you're looking for something that's maybe a little different from <laughs> Debbie Gibson, you have the new verses, which features two chains and Rick Ross. Yes. Who would you vote for? I not a hip hop guy. Me either. I have no idea. I don't either. Um, I am really curious to see who wins this one. Aren't these 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 guys have been around for a while, right? Yes. Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like this is more of like what is this two thousands? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm very curious to see who wins this one. Yeah. And it is going to start. Well, it starts this week. Seven twenty one is when the classes started. So it's, so it's starting it's as we recorded this. Yes. And then finally, continuing the Champions Collection, uh, you get your Usain Bolt classes. I believe it's Usain. Oh, sorry. Usain Bolt sports. I know. I totally get it. <laughs> I just know somebody will correct you. Absolutely. So I thought it was easier if it was me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an exclusive program. So he he went through and curated classes with Peloton teachers. So I believe there's going to be classes from Robin, Bex Gentry, and Adrian Williams. Uh, it says you'll zip through striders, build your core, and str- sink into stretches, and all to Usain Bolt's top dance hall and reggae tunes. Um, very, very cool. Now, remember that it is very likely that Usain Bolt will show up in these classes. Uh-huh. And if so, it, you just filter on featured guest and you will be able to high five him and you will be able to see how you stack up in these classes compared to Usain Bolt. He's the fastest man on the planet. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that we're not going to be able to keep up. Yes. That's just a it's, theory. That seems like a fair theory. Yeah. Theory. Yeah. Unless he's crawling or something. <laughs> so very cool. Checking in with the Peloton community. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Jessica Minardi. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Good. Good. Thank you again for taking the time to do this. Yeah. We're so happy you're here. Please, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I always kind of like to start off with finding out people's Peloton origin story. So I need to know like, <laughs> where you found Peloton and how you decided this is the workout for me. Oh, this was back in 2016. Okay. And I think we were like, I was getting into more into my like health journey. I think I had just lost 50 or 60 pounds with nice. beach body. Well done. Thank you. And I was really getting into like spinning. I was into Soul Cycle and into Barry's boot camp. So I was doing all of the boutique workouts plus dancing and teaching dance fitness along with like working full time. <laughs> and my husband was like, the amount of money that you spend on fitness, I cannot. And I was like, wow, babe, there's this bike that's coming out. And then he saw the price and he was like, that's cute. No. <laughs> and then you did the math for him, right? right? You're like, you came like, in with well, a PowerPoint good. presentation. And, yeah. 
And then it's like the universe heard me because he kept seeing the ads. And then all of a sudden we were like laying down one day in bed. He's like, so this Peloton. I was like, don't you play with my heart? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we got it like January 2017 because I nagged him literally for a year. Wow. In 2016. So like, I have to bet. I'm a little confused by your husband's logic here. Like I get if if you had not exercised at all or it had been a long time since you had, but if you're just coming off the heels of losing 50 or 60 pounds like you're clearly right? into this you yeah. have you have a good track record i guess he wanted to be sure that i was into the spinning because i'm one i'm like oh let me try this let me try i've been to so many boutique fitness okay. back when we were in new york rowing everything and i'm like i like this i like this he's like i'm sure and he then he comes <laughs> seeing me go to soul cycle and he's like Oh, you really do like this. So I guess he just needed to be convinced. And then he realized, I don't think he knew how much SoulCycle was. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, out of nowhere, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a 10 pack. He was like, oh, how much is that? And I was like, oh, three something. He goes, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, now you're in a weird spot, right? If he doesn't know how much SoulCycle costs and you want to use that as leverage to get the bike because it's cheaper in the long run. If he says no to both, now where are you at? Exactly. Like, yeah. So I was like... I'm going to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I started buying these because you wouldn't let me buy the Peloton. That's what you say. (laughs) Exactly. Actually, no, we got it in 2016 because I got into my car accident that summer. And we had just got the bike the month before my car accident. Yeah, so it was 2016. Sorry. Wow. And then I was injured for a year, so I couldn't ride. So I started really riding in... Nope. It wasn't 2017 (laughs) because I moved. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite a whirlwind, but yes, nonetheless, I got it in 2016, but it took a while for me to actually ride consistently. But you ride um, now. On the bike. Yes, I ride now. <laughs> that's, that's the point. I ride now. She's like, no, I have an echelon. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would never. <laughs> Okay, so like, how did the weight loss come about? Like, was this something that like you had been focused on? I mean, I'm a person who I had never worked out consistently until I found Peloton. So like, were you in a similar place or had you like worked on worked out and then got off the fitness wagon and back on? Tell us your journey. No. So I was I had a really rough start to my journey in 2009. I went to go bury my brother in Haiti. I'm sorry. And my family, thank you, my family that I had, some that I met, but some that I never met, were, the first thing that they said to me was how fat and ugly I was. Oh, at the what? Time I was, yeah, it was, Haitian culture can be a little bit uh, abrupt. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was just yeah, like, what I was about blunt. to ask, like, is that a cultural thing coming in hot like that? Like okay. what? Sometimes, yeah, they come in real hot. Yeah. And you're like, wow, you're really fat. And you're like, oh, hi, how are you? I'm Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, I can lose weight, but you'll still be a d- <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I wish my brain did that, Tom. (laughs) So that was like kind of, I started losing weight not for myself, but more so because I didn't want people to greet me like that anymore. And then I found Beachbody and started working out at home. And then in the early of 2016, I had got casted to be a part of Shanti's dance fitness program called Size. So before I I got into size, I lost 50 pounds. Oh, technically I was 100 pounds down, sorry. And then I had lost 50 pounds with like unhealthy, kind of just hating myself. I was bulimic for a little bit, pills. It was just a whirlwind of just self-destruction all in the name of weight loss. And my sister 
my loving middle sister, she wanted to like get me out jogging and everything. I hated it. I was like, I don't want to run anything. I hated walking even. So I tried to do everything but exercise. And then found this woman who was jumping around in her living room. And I was like, what are you doing? And she like showed her before and after from like insanity. And I was like, did you take drugs? Like what? Or is this all from like jumping in your living room? Like what's going on? And then I did like my first at-home program, lost another 20 pounds, felt great. Then I got casted for the infomercial, lost 50 pounds. It was all just, you know, kind of momentum building of weight loss and falling in love with fitness. And after I finished the infomercial, loved the dance fitness format so much that I started teaching classes like part-time. Wow. I was also getting more into Soul Cycle and Barry and all the other things. So I was just like, fitness is live. Let me just work out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did the Peloton and I was so into it. I was loving it. And at the time, I was so into Alex. It wasn't even funny because that was the only person on the screen that really looked like me. Sure. Sure. I get that. I, I was like, he just he is me. And I did Robin, but she was like super intense. Like I was, you know, into fitness, but I was like, I don't think I'm ready for this lady. (laughs) (laughs) This lady crazy. (laughs) So I just, (laughs) I stuck with Alex for a long time and kind of rode leisurely, still going to SoulCycle because I I had built relationships there, right? And going to all the other things I rode when I could, you know, wasn't the way that I am now. Now I truly have issues. And then accident happened and I was off the bike for a year and then we decided to move to california yeah wow like can i ask what happened in that that sounds like a hell of an accident a major accident oh it was a yeah it was a three-car collision i was sleeping in the back of an uber i was a public tax accountant at the time a tax manager now with a alternative investment firm at the time i was with pricewaterhousecoopers and it was busy season so we were coming out i think maybe i had been like midnight and I was sleeping in the back of an Uber. I was tired. You know, I had been there like eight that morning. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge day. firm. They screwed up the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't their fault, too. too. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it, I, I'm a movie nerd. That's my other podcast. But, but so, like, it totally wasn't. But yeah, like, but, but, we that's can blame a, them. but that's a huge firm. That's that, to show you the, the pressure you must have been under, too. Like, that's yeah. the firm that for generations tallied up all the votes at the Oscars. So, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. But yeah. So I was coming home and then it was rainy. We were, I want to say on the Brooklyn Bridge, nonetheless. And then a car ended up, I believe he was drinking. I still can vividly remember the smell of whiskey in my eyes, but never came up on the report. He hit a car and that car hit my Uber. So it was three cars and I didn't have my seatbelt on and I was sleeping. So I slammed to the back and just hit all different places. I had a reverse curve in my neck, a few herniated discs in my back, bulging discs, some bulging discs in my neck, meniscus tear on my left knee, and a few other things that kind of just sort themselves out. But it's mostly the herniated and bulging discs in my back that really are crazy. And like that's, I slow down when I do a lot of burpees because sometimes I still get dizzy. And like I don't wear like super heavy hair anymore. I used to wear like long, crazy braids. I can't do that anymore because it, it's just that strain on my neck is just too much. So from there, it took a lot of rehabilitation and just going through therapy. So yeah, for a year, I couldn't really move my body and I had to stop fitness classes. It was really sad. And I didn't think that I would ever, just when I was like falling in love with fitness, right. it was just like the rug was just pulled underneath me. It was very devastating. And then my husband and I, we decided to move to California. So that was another year. And we did a year by coastal because he was still trying to like, well, he's in the hospitality industry. So he was looking for a job here on the West Coast there. It's not as easy as you may think in terms of like his position. He's an executive. So it's harder. You know, people don't move when they're at the top like that. So it took a year for him to find like the right hotel. 
that was another year off of bike. Wow. <laughs> so I got this beautiful machine and I couldn't really use it. And then when we moved here, when he finally moved here and all of our stuff got here, I got excited. And literally the next day I found out I was pregnant. I was like, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I rode, but it was kind of like uncomfortable. Like I feel like pre-pregnancy, if you haven't been riding on the bike before, you get kind of uncomfortable. And like when you get to a certain way, it just, I still worked out, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, but it just was a different feel. And also Peloton with all the modalities wasn't the same, I feel like, as it is now. Like when I first started, it was just like, okay, you're spinning. And then they came out with yoga and I was like, I don't really want a downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the other things happened and I didn't fall in love with all of the modalities until I got my tread and then I fell in love with Just Sims and then it kind of just like opened up a world for me. So what about Just Sims like pulled you in? What happened there? <sighs> She was my saving grace. She is what got me through postpartum depression. Um, and while I am a health and wellness coach with Beachbody, still part-time and like I run follow programs, run accountability groups, help women on their journey. Coaches need coaches, you know, and everyone needs someone that they can lean on. And I saw Jess and it wasn't even about weight loss. It wasn't even about just like trying to, I don't know how to really explain it. I felt like she was talking to me. There were several classes where I'm like, she's saying everything that I need to hear and I can do this. You can do hard things. Yes, postpartum depression is hard. But every time I stepped into class, she just made me believe in myself and made me feel like I'm going to get through this, you know, no matter what. And I always saw a brighter day. I try to remind her as much as possible that she is literally heaven sent and she is saving so many lives that she just has no idea. I love that woman. <laughs> a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> She's a very bright light. Like I see why she was a teacher. Like she always is so positive, but she doesn't do it in like a Pollyanna way. She does it in a like real right? way. Yeah. A very realistic and like the happily ever now, just every little gem that she drops. I'm just like, that was for me. I don't care about anybody else on this leaderboard. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was for me. And I never thought that I would like run like that again because I ran for a while and I ran my first half marathon because of her. Aww. Like I owe so much to her from my heart. You know what I mean? She's an incredible human. Yeah, it's interesting, in that, it's interesting that you said that you like originally how much you hated running and then at some point you oh, turned yeah. around and bought a tread. So how did you get there? Drugs. No. Okay. <laughs> You know that it worked that way. <laughs> I, what should I be taking? <laughs> I like smoke it, inject it. What do I do? <laughs> it was actually a push present from my husband because he then fell in love with Peloton and the Kool Aid, and he was like, "Well, they have a treadmill." And I was like, "Shut your mouth! You want the treadmill?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, as we were moving here, and I was just getting back into fitness and trying to ride while pregnant and then postpartum. I was just like, I really want this treadmill. And he was like, I kind of want it too. Cause he likes the treadmill too when he goes to the gym. And if we were going to do something, we're going to do the creme de la creme. We already got a taste of the bike and like compared it to no shade to soul, but compared it to soul. And I'm just like, it's different. Like it's not the same. This is for performance. And that's what I want to focus on. I know how to lose the weight. You know, yeah. that's, I'm not pressed about that. Right. I want to feel like an athlete. And that's what Peloton makes me feel like. It makes me feel like I'm just Roar. <laughs> that's even a word. Um, yeah, R O A R. Yeah, that's a word. If I can spell it, it's a word. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of words I can't spell. I feel like that was more of yeah. a R A W R the way she said okay. it, though. Still, still spellable. Nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like one day, I think, I forgot how old the baby was. I got it in May. So 
however many. Listen, I'm an accountant, but the math. All the time. <laughs> I got it in May. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think she means the tread. Oh, I not thought she meant the baby. baby. <laughs> the tread. Oh, okay. I was like, well, that's an interesting way to say that. <laughs> I expect the dad to see it like that. When do we get that thing? It's the mom that do all the stuff. She knows when she had the baby. I assure you. Smart. I had a okay. baby girl in, in March, but I got the trend in May. Okay. It's okay. all making a lot more sense. Now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So two months later, he was just like, oh, can you look downstairs and see if there's enough room for the trip? Because we had been talking about it since like mid third trimester. I was like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. If you're going to get it, just get it. Right? Such a spoiler brat. And then he's like, go downstairs and see if, and we had just bought our home and everything. So I definitely did not think that we were going to get an expensive item like that. Like we just spent all of our money. We had no money. Right. Yeah. He's like, see if you have room downstairs. You know, I'm thinking about the tread in the corner. And I was like, stop it. Like just, this is no way to play with my emotions. Right. I'm not okay. I'm already going through a lot, okay? <laughs> and he's like, well, the truck is going to be there at so-and-so. Delivery time is at so-and-so time. I almost thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> so, and it was at that moment, I took my first walk with Chase because I am very big on supporting people of color. Sure. I am very big on just the African-American community just wrapping their hands around each other. I think it's important because there's a lot of stigmatism and a lot of things out there where we're not depicted as such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to be one of those where, no, I support everyone. So I did my first like walk with Chase. And I was like, oh, babe, I did a walk with this guy and he's Haitian. And like, I was like all into it. <laughs> and then the next day <laughs> I saw this beautiful woman and I was like, let's try her. She looks pretty. Is she black? Let's do it. <laughs> 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 and then she starts talking and I was just like, I think I'm in love. I'm going to leave you. We're, I'm moving back to New York. And this is my wife. <laughs> now, she did you like, ask Jess before you did any of this? I'm just curious. <laughs> she still doesn't know yet, but we're going to end up together. Oh, That's okay. It. Okay. Yeah. How does your husband feel about that? <laughs> He'll get over it. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's probably like, you don't have to leave. <laughs> You can just bring her here. Right. Like, I mean, just, just blue skying. Like, no bad ideas in a brainstorm. No need to uproot everything, dear. I'd like you to be happy. Right? Uh. But it's just with her, I just got back into running and I never considered myself such a runner. And she was like, You are. You have legs. You're moving them. You're a runner. And I was like, I'm a runner, you know, and it just shifted because before I I would run outside, run on the treadmill, but it wasn't, it didn't give me that feeling as if I was a runner. And then she's like, you're an athlete. I was like, I am an athlete. Like, it's just the way that she says things. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm powerful. It made me, it was exactly what I needed to hear. Every bit, every class was for me. I'm telling you, there was no one else on the leaderboard. It was my class. And then I just tried other instructors. I was like, okay, she said this person is good. Let's try this. <laughs> and I just gravitated. And then Tune got on the bike. <sighs> That's when, I, you know, I rode still, rode with Alex and, you know, other people. But then when Tune was announced, and then I started following her immediately because I was like this chocolate goddess. And then I saw she had posted like, I think it was like December or something of when she was announced, like around that time, her before picture. I literally cried looking at that post. So I was like, I see me. I see me. I see what I would want to be. And I remember trying out to be an instructor, like a spin instructor. And just seeing her, I just feel like it was 
kind of foreshadowing. I'm like, one day it will be me. I mean, I'll be on Peloton, but you know, just right. I'll be there. And it's just a joy to take the two of them. I take other instructors, but hands down, those are like two queens that I love dearly. Aww. That's awesome. It is. So then which is your favorite tribe? Like when I say that, I mean, on Facebook, there's so many Facebook groups. So like, where do you hang out the None. most? None. Listen, <laughs> Facebook is, I get on there and I have like small heart palpitations. There's so many <laughs> notifications. There's so many things happening. So many different groups. I am hands down part of BGM and Danielle and I, that's like, I love that woman in there. In BGM, when I go like every quarter to Facebook, <laughs> just to make sure the password still works. Yeah. She just logs in often enough to keep the yeah. account active. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll go to BGM and then simultaneously I'll go to the You Get Too True for Jess. And that's as far as I, I think I, throughout this year, I might have posted twice on Facebook. Wow. And so, that's active because 2020, I didn't, I don't think I even had any. Well, then are you on social media elsewhere? Is it like there another? Instagram. So you're Instagram. Okay. So where do yeah, you hang out I on Instagram? On Instagram. <laughs> Is there, is there like Simpson's stories, Sunday's <laughs> <Tunde> stories, <laughs> Adrian's stories? I'm a story lover. I don't really do the feed too much. And this is going to sound terrible, but this is not Peloton related. I am a stickler for the shade room. It's like my ghetto CNN. I don't know. I don't like, know what, well, yeah, that, what is. is that is. So tell us about that. It's trash. It's a gossip page. That's yeah. okay. wonderful. And Dealing with investors and asset management all day long. This is exactly what I want to turn off my brain. Yes. And totally get it. Yeah. It's wonderful. We stopped watching the Jersey Shore so we could come downstairs yeah. and record this. So yeah, like that's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, wait, we lost your video. There it is. There yeah. it is. You're back. But yeah, <laughs> we love our trash TV. And we, we, yeah. we watch like the fancy highbrow. We've seen Mad Men, Handmaid's yeah, Tale. Yeah, but we, we also watch- like, you yeah. know, you know what a good one is, is uh. Love After Lockup. Oh, my God. You ever watch God. that on Wii? Oh, I heard about oh, that. You cannot go oh away. I, you... I saw like a preview and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I need to like get into that. You yeah, do. I'm, it's I'm all re- about. If, if, yeah, if you like that. Oh, my God. It's it is so, so good. It's so bad it's that so it's, bad it's you good. cannot turn away. Yeah. You cannot. I love it. It's amazing. So, and for people that don't know what we're talking about, it's a reality show where it's people who have started relationships with people in prison mm-hmm. and they, they're like pen pals and then the people get out of prison yeah. and now you get to watch them start their relationship yeah. and I'm putting relationship in air quotes yeah it needs it's, to be in air quotes for yeah. sure and, and, and they've I like never met like most of the time yes. they've never met yeah it's crazy there was this one woman she had never met she was like I'm going to meet the love of my life and I was like I'm sorry what? People are doing this. Like, yeah. what year is this? Yeah. I like, checked my watch and everything. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> because dating. every time we watch it, I feel like I'm in an alternate universe yeah. because, like, the people talk about it like this is normal everyday life, yeah. and I'm like, "But like, and no." Check, like, where are they? Like, I literally went back. I was like, "I need to understand the premise of this because there's no way that people still like people still get catfished." And I'm like, "How? Like, right. how? What?" This is a whole other level of catfishing, too. Because it's not catfishing. For the most part, there's a couple people in prison who have lied about kind of who they are because they're just trying to get people to send them money. Yeah. But but yeah, like it's it's a train wreck of epic proportions. It really is. It's It's great. I'm going to. I'm going to watch an episode tonight, my husband and I, because we love just turning off. Like I said, he's in the hospitality industry in the executive committee. So he, it's just we deal with important things all the time. Can we not? When we're yep. Home? Can we yeah. Not? Yep. That's, that's how we are, too. Yeah. I mean, Tom doesn't have a serious job, but we. No, I don't. <laughs> I, not at all. 
it's pretty don't nice. Yeah. <laughs> but we go, go, go all the time. Yeah. So when we don't go, yeah, yeah, that's what we do too. So now, now that you have your tread and the bike, like how are you balancing those two? Like what's the workout schedule look like? Just do everything. I, <laughs> so I wake up at 4 a.m. and I try to, it depends, right? If I'm following a beach body program, that's my primary workout. Okay. And I run the accountability groups and like, I don't have one right now going on, not until the end of July. And that's when I just kind of wrangle mostly women. I always cater to like women, especially women of color. And we get into this group and it's set amount of time. The next program is like 13 weeks long. So it's, it's extensive and just help them with eating, getting into fitness, getting back into feeling themselves. And then I carve out time for myself. Right. So I feel like I'm still like teaching fitness in a way, mm-hmm. but then I got to get to my workout. What's for me. And usually nine times out of 10, there's not a day that goes by that I don't do something just. And my goal is to finish her entire library, which I've done all the runs and walks, but I'm almost done strengths. I think I have like 30 more strength classes to do. I have a few more hit cardio and bike boot camp. I just have one. So I always get wow. something just in. Yeah, I was thinking in all the time we've done this, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say I'm going to do every single class that that instructor every has ever produced. One. Like that's. A monumental task People in the Jen Sherman tribe Do that all the time But I will say That obviously Jen's been around a long time But then they deleted all those And they deleted so many So then you know It kind of changed the game But I have a question When you say all of her runs Do you mean the boot camps too? Like all the Saturday 60 Oh girl (laughs) (laughs) I only have I only have nine more Tread boot camps The boot camps I kept that as a separate modality But I only have nine more left Wow Wow What are you going to do When you get to the end? Yeah you just, are you going to go to a new instructor? Am... What's going to happen? Oh, you're breaking up. Oh. I just said, <laughs> what, what did you say? I said, what are you going to do when you get to the end? Are you going to a new instructor? I know. It's like Moby I think Dick. I'm going to go to Adrian, right? You've like, caught the white whale like, and now what? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm then going to move on to Adrian. So I'm always on every single one of her lives. So okay. now that I'm up to date with like, I follow her schedule religiously. And when I can't be, I try to even put myself It's more in than life. religiously because religiously is just once a week, right? That's just Sundays. So, <laughs> But how do you have time for this? You have a real job. You said that. So like, how are you having time I to do, do the beach body and Peloton? Like, are we talking like four hours a day? I'm in a meeting. You're in a meeting. Oh. I mean, I mean, I wish. That was, that was nice. That was real nice. Well, she said it so well. I thought we had to stop talking because she was She's in, a in a meeting. Yeah, like right I now. was like, I was instantly on board. There was so much gravitas. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. We didn't mean to interrupt your meeting. Yeah. I was embarrassed. Well, I woke up at four every day. I've been doing that since my third trimester because it's just third trimester insomnia, and it just kept going. And I, I just try to carve out at least two hours for myself now, pandemic. Before then, it was kind of just like I wake up, I pump, get myself at least 30 minutes in, then travel to work because it would take me like an hour and a half, two hours, come back. Da, da, da. And now we're working from home. So I'm like, I don't have to travel. I'm going to work out more. So I literally tried to get two hours in in I- the morning and then her lives. Now, will your job make you come back to work when things are like <sighs> calm? <laughs> Yes. I was like, okay. that grunt says yeah, yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can tell. September, we're going back to three days a week, which isn't terrible. I'm going to have to catch some more things on demand. But, you know, the other few days, I guess, it's fine. I can do my two hours then. No, or you like look, shift you look sad. I feel like a yeah. job change is coming. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shush, a coworker might watch this. <laughs> like, 
I feel like I should write a letter. Like I will be severely depressed if I have to <laughs> and miss classes. But yeah, I just, I kind of, her schedule really works with mine in terms of my weekly reoccurring meetings. Mm-hmm. So they aren't too bad. And I'll like skip lunch just so I can get alive in, or, you know, I work around it just because yes, I do some stuff in the morning and I get my dose of her and whatever instructor that I decide to do. But that midday workout, there's something about it. It just, it brings down my anxiety. I am in a stressful environment, you know? So it just, it helps a lot. And dealing with a toddler, that's hard. Yeah. So the second workout, it really isn't for anything else except for endorphins and just getting my mood better. Yeah, well, that's a huge, that's a huge thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure your husband agrees. Yeah. Go get your mood He's like, did you work out? Yes. Please. priorities yes go work out <laughs> before he used to think i was crazy then he realized how much my mood shift and he's like can you please just go like do something it doesn't just have a live <laughs> he's following her schedule more closely than you are at this point <laughs> he's like i laid out a towel yeah. for you and there's some water here are your shoes yeah <laughs> I already can Bluetooth you to the speakers, so it'll be nice. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So how are you communicating then with the community? Because I feel like you're pretty involved in the community, but if you're not, well, you said Instagram, but it sounds like you're kind of watching other accounts. You're not posting, but like you have all these connections. So how is that working? I know. I don't know. Instagram. I just, and I just, I feel like I had a base with like Beachbody and then getting more involved in BGM. But like I said, it's, I'm more like BGM Instagram as opposed to BGM Facebook. I pop in, of course, every now and then. So people do know who I am and I try to make lives and like the swarms. I try to follow that schedule. Sometimes Danielle is crazy and tries to kill us. And I was like, you do know, like I planned out all of my workouts. Plus on top of this, no, I'm not going to die today. So when I can, (laughs) I make the swarm classes. But yeah, I try to, I don't know. I feel like social media, Instagram really has bought some people to me. And some instructors have reposted me and stuff. So people get to know me that way. So I think that's really where I get people from. Awesome. I'm just so bad at Facebook. (laughs) I'm like that with Instagram. Yeah, I like I have an Instagram. I don't I haven't every once in a while get a notification. I got a new follower. And I'm like, why would somebody do that? (laughs) I haven't posted anything in like a year and a half, two years. Like I'm like, oh, no. Like I just don't get it on my feed. That doesn't happen often. But my Instagram stories, I literally show up every day. (laughs) Sunday is the only day that I like. I have now forced myself to take a rest day. Historically, for a year and a half, I worked out every single day. Wow. That's cool. That's that's a lot. It is. Congrats. (laughs) So do you have any advice for people who are new to the world of Peloton? Start. (laughs) You know, no, I think people overthink Peloton and there's something for everyone. There is a class for everyone. There's an instructor for everyone. Start. And literally go by, I like your face. I like your smile. Let's try you out. And just try the person out. You never know. And there's instructors like, I ended up falling in love with Dennis. And I was like, I would never think that I would take Dennis because he seems so chill. And I was like, I don't think he's really my vibe. Like Robin now is my vibe. Before she was a lot. Now I'm like. Now you're a lot. Oh. You're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I up. needed some winding up. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's such a vibe. Emma is such a vibe. And I like to try different instructors. Of course, I have my go-tos. But mm-hmm. try everyone. Do a beginner class. In every single modality from Dr. Chelsea Roberts is, oh my, she made me fall in love with the yoga modality. 
do a strength class, literally try everything, try meditation. I need to get better at meditating because maybe I'll be a little bit calmer. (laughs) I'm not there yet. (laughs) But just in general, just try everyone and see what you'd like. I think it's worth having. And if you start off with an app membership, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to have a physical machine to be a part of the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone is welcomed and there's something for everyone. Peloton meets you wherever you are. That's right. Yes. Yes. (laughs) When I say I love this space, it's just incredible. Everyone encourages everyone. The leaderboard is so incredible because it's just there to really uplift each other and empower. And if you're not in that space that day, that's okay. Hide it and the next class, your well, high five. Speaking so. of leaderboards, what's your leaderboard name? Oh, JD Minardi, M-E-N-A-R-D-Y. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are not watching YouTube, you need to go watch it now because she just did a little dance when she yeah. said it. <laughs> I feel like they could hear the dance. Like it was, it was just an audible shift. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Before we let you go, let everybody know like where all they can find you if you want to be found, your social media handles and whatnot. Instagram, if you look for me on Facebook, I probably won't get to you until 2022. So Instagram, Jessica. And I'm there. I have my little name on there, Jess, Unicorn Jess. But yeah, hit me up. I am not always the greatest at answering all of my DMs, but I definitely try my hardest to answer them. But I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was our pleasure. So uh, that brings this episode to a close. Uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Next week, we are going to talk to Katrina Sophia, otherwise known as Katrina Frauded by TLC, who ah. you might remember left a review that we read a few weeks ago we were incredibly intrigued by yes and And so so, we get to the bottom of that and she has lots of scoop about uh some reality tv shows that are very popular that people get a kick out of and of course lots of love for peloton yes (laughs) so uh until next week where can people find you people can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash crystal d'okeefe they can find me on instagram and twitter and the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group and of course don't forget our youtube channel youtube.com slash the clip out so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running 